0: Jason Joe Richter Rodriguez King. I like it. It has a ring to it. You would probably abbreviate your pen name Joe King, but still works. Peace out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to RPG A Day. Each day in the month of August, I'll be putting out a shorter episode based on a RPG-related word chosen by someone who I do not know. Strap in. It's going to be a long road. Yeah, that was Taylor of Clerics Wear Ringmail kicking it off with all the names people call me because I don't know why. (laughs) But yeah, that was dope, Taylor. Thank you. Uh, It is day 20 of RPG A Day. We're going to talk about some foundations. I got call-ins from Goblins Henchmen and from Jason that we're going to get into. Yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. Kicking it off, we'll have Mr. Henchman. What he's talking about is a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I'm leaving messages or recording, I have a tendency to drop my phone on my face. <laughs> and Goblin's Henchman has figured out why. So, Henchman, what am I doing wrong?
1: Hi, Joe. Uh, just a quick message, sort of uh, sort of an FYI kind of public service announcement kind of message. Just listening to your most recent uh, episode. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah f- Facebook, you're doing it wrong, fella. All right up with that. Bye. Hi Joe, Goblin's henchman back again. I finally, you know, remember my my earlier message, my public service announcement message. I actually figured out what you're doing wrong. I've got it. The thing is, like, you've confused MySpace with Facebook, and you've ended up with my face. So, uh, you know, now that I've unpicked that for you, you no longer need to uh, be smacking yourself in the in the face with the phone. So, Facebook. My space, not my face. <laughs> Alright, cheers fella, bye.
0: <laughs> it is funny that you mentioned my face, henchman, because back when I was working at the restaurant, um so this would have been maybe I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago or so. Uh one of the <laughs> one of the girls who worked there, her mom thought that facebook was called my face (laughs) like literally really thought that's what it was called was called my face (laughs) and that just rules when you when you said that i was like holy shit that just brought back this flash of memory uh god damn that was a long time ago that was amazing thank you man (laughs) Folks, don't drop your phone on your face. That's not how you do Facebook. Henchman taught us all something today. But he's not done. He's got more to say. So say it, my friend.
1: Hi, Joe. Just catching up with some of your episodes. And uh, it's not really a significant message, but I think you're you're the only person I can think of that would name a pet after their favorite taco truck. So uh, (laughs) it did make me chuckle. I definitely had a few other things to ask you, but this is the hazard of listening to lots of episodes while doing my supermarket shopping by the time you get round to do a lap you forget what you wanted to ask but anyway keep it up fella um am uh, listening in on day 19 what you got left 10 more days or so you can do it fella keep on trucking right cheers bye oh yeah that was it <laughs> i remember now stop reading stephen king and start reading some wizard of oz i'm gonna need a consultant Tell me what the hell happened in those. I I only thought there was one book. Now now I find out there's like 16 plus the ones written not by Balm, whatever his name is. Boom, bam, boom. Anyway, cheers, up, Bye.
0: There are all the Wizard of Oz books, man. They are all. There are so many of them. Uh, so Henchman, he put out, if you don't listen to Goblins Henchman, you should... You know, his episodes come out more sporadically than mine, but every time they do, he's got something awesome to talk about. And, yeah, it's it's absolutely worth a listen if you're not. Goblin's Henchmen, that's the name of it. Or oh, he's got a blog as well. If you'd rather read than listen, you crazy bastards, you can do that too. <laughs> Goddamn superheroes. Anyway, he was talking on a recent episode about maybe making a system or a game set in the wizard of Oz and he was talking about it. So I called him up and asked him if he was just going to base it off of, you know, the first book or all the rest of the books. <laughs> and as you heard, he didn't realize there was a whole bunch of other books. Yeah. They get weird. And as I, I mentioned it on his show, but I'll say it here too. Frank L. Baum, I think that's the dude's name. Uh, hated hated writing those books. He wrote the first one, hated it, but it was such a huge success and he he could not get work writing anything else. So for the rest of his life, like he was trapped in this hell where in order just to live, he had to write these children's books that he just loathed to write. That's a crazy story when you when you think of all the kids that loved those books and grew up on those books and Yeah, just to know that the author was just, I hate these fucking kids. (laughs) The world is a weird place. Absolutely. I've read, I think maybe the first two or three of those books, henchmen. And they're cool, they're short, they're weird. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to dive back into that wacky ass world. Talk about Gonzo. That world is Gonzo. It gets really weird in those books. Like, the movie, you know, it's it's a musical, and it's color and black and white and stuff. Like, these books are, they get a little grittier than the movie, for sure. So, I don't know. If I do read some more, I'll let you know, though. Absolutely. All right. Um, I think we got Jason next. So, Henchman, thanks for the calls, as always, my friend. I love hearing from you. And, yeah, Jason,
2: you're up. Okay, Joe, I paused your show to tell you to when you said you haven't read any Joe Hill, other than Lock and Key, which is pretty awesome. But go read NOS four A two. Yes, it's Nasfratu by Joe King. NOS four A two by Joe King. Great book. Where the heck's the turn off on this thing? I've seen that
0: book, I've seen it, I haven't read it yet, I'm reluctant to read Joe Hill's work, man, I get not want to ride on your dad's coattails, but <sighs> anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: I would rock the name Proud and True, Um, yeah dude, I've I've seen it, I'll check it out. He's writing vampire stories, huh? Well, that's at least what the title implies. His dad loves him. I love him. Okay, I will check out Nosferatu. But you got some stuff to say about themes. You're answering my question about common themes.
2: So... What do you have to say? Ongoing themes of my games. You know, I don't know, man. I, um... I know for a while there, I was doing a reoccurring villain. The Altered State game had the same villain that appeared at the end of the Best Left Buried game I ran. Although they never found that out because they never got that far in Altered State. But it was, it was going to be a, a mummy by the name of Mumra, who was the big bad. But we never quite got that far for the players to figure that out. I don't know how players would have reacted to Mumra being the bad guy, but it was funny in my head. Um, Yeah, I don't know that I have reoccurring themes, other than, you know, being a mediocre GM, but aside from that, I I don't know if I'd intentionally weave anything in my games.
0: First off, you're not a mediocre dungeon master, goddammit. You're much better than that, knock it off. Second, Mumra totally rules, man. (laughs) I love the Silverhawks. I love that cartoon. I have it on DVD. And using mum as a bad guy is perfect. Were you going to have him turn into Monstar? That's the question, Jason. Uh, was the mummy going to turn into big-ass, muscular Monstar? I love it, man. I totally love it. Dude, <laughs> I you know... I've never... I'm not good at running reoccurring bad guys. I've gotten much better at that as I've gotten older. But that's definitely something I want to do more of. That's another one of those things that I want to work on. um, That we'll talk on about more when we get into foundations. But yeah, reoccurring bad guys are awesome if you can pull it off. And it's hard to pull off. But maybe we can talk about more talk about that more on a different day because it's getting late and I'm tired so yeah Jason let's get into some foundational shit
2: so let's segue into today's word if I don't want to be a mediocre GM what's the foundation of getting better well doing it listen to player input and doing what you've been binging on lately reading I think having being very well read having a wide variety of sources that, that, you know, different things that you've read helps with your creativity and can help you be a better GM. I think having that, you know, depth, the more you read about, you know, if you immerse yourself into something like a genre or, or something like that, it's going to be easier to pull ideas out and use them when odd things pop up because you have a larger database in your head to pull from. Or... If you're doing, like, noir detective thing, the more you read those novels, the more you're going to be able to come up with those quippy one-liners and all because they're going to be, you know, fresh in your memory. So, Foundation, a good reading. Obviously, grammar is not my strong point. Foundation, being well-read.
0: I 1,000% agree with you again, Jason. Being well-read and reading a wide breadth of genres and subjects is I mean it's so important I mean inspiration can come from anywhere my wheeler Woe campaign that la- la- has lasted you know if for not if not for the pandemic is how words work um would be on its third year running And that all was based off of, I know this isn't reading, but it goes along of getting sources from all over the place. A YouTube video I was watching on the Punic Wars. (laughs) Like, and that spurred a multi-year, super in-depth campaign full of crazy NPCs and magical shenanigans, dragons, flying fortresses. Nuts, man. All based on a video about the Punic Wars and me thinking what if Carthage won? That would be pretty sweet, possibly. You know? <clears throat> here, here we are in our world right now. It is what it is. <laughs> and this is based on the Romans winning that war. So what if Carthage was the superpower of the ancient world? Who knows what it would be like? It'd be totally different. And that, yeah, that just spurred, so just getting information from all over the place uh is so important, um like just reading fantasy you 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 can get stuck really hard in tropes, which tropes aren't bad, tropes are a foundation, you know tropes are the foundation for many a campaign, many an event- many an adventure. But yeah, you want to be able to to summon ideas and imagery from a myriad different sources. And that that's just such a solid foundation. Another foundation uh, for being a better GM. Jason, you are not a mediocre GM, by the way. You beat yourself up all the time. I have a great time every time... I play with you so knock it off knock it off but uh yeah is being self-aware of your shortcomings and working on them and trying to improve them you know it's 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 equally as important to know what you're good at as it is to know what you're not good at so don't just focus on your flaws or your weak points focus also on your strengths and recognize your strengths and lean into your strengths and then just work on trying to shore up your defenses. You know, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. That's what I try and do. And hopefully it works. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, Jason, thank you again Thank you for leading us into the subject matter at hand for today, uh, Taylor from Cleric's Ringmail. I appreciate the name drops, <laughs> Joe King. See, I can't, mm, Joe King. Whatever, I would, I would at least keep my dad, my fake dad's real last name, anyway. <laughs> Henchman. It's always a pleasure having you here. And, yeah, Jason, thanks a ton, man. All right, y'all. A few more days left. You know, less than a fortnight. That's a fun term, fortnight. (laughs) Bye. Peace out.